Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are locked on 76ers. Your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. Um, I hope you guys have a, a blessed day the rest of the day. Um, just got back. It's early Friday morning for me. So some of you guys are probably asleep um, while I'm doing this podcast right now. But um, hopefully by the time you read it, I'll be home sleep tomorrow. <laughs> uh, who knows? But, um, you know, or read it, listen to it rather. Um, you know, I, I just got back in the hotel room. It's, it's actually like 1234 a.m. Friday morning from... Last night's game, a couple I might say a couple hours ago, the Sixers won one twelve to one eleven. TJ McConnell had hit a jumper. Um I believe it was a nine he had a nine footer um with five point eight seconds left and then he had a great sequence because he comes back and he steals the ball to clinch it as the clock, you know, runs out shortly afterwards. But um, you know, it was a great win for the Sixers, in my opinion. and But I guess everyone does not agree. I, I got an email from a guy who I've been trading email with since uh, I've been on the beat. Um, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say his initials because, you know, it may embarrass him or something like that. And, you know, he typically he doesn't care if I post stuff. Or, and when I guess when he sends me emails, it's kind of like public. But, um... This is what he had to say about this victory. This win is nothing to brag about. When the only things you beat were actually uh, worse than you, he meant to say the only teams you beat were, are, or or he could say are actually worse than than us. But I do hate Orlando with a serious passion indicating I wish they would play Philly every day and go winless for the remainder of the century. Whoa. Now, first of all, that's my dude, but I want to know why does he hate the Magic so much, and I think I'm going to respond and ask him that. But I disagree about this win not being something to brag about. It is. I mean, let's face it, the Sixers, you know, had a came in here with a losing streak. Um, you know they they lost five five games in a row. Um, they they didn't look good um, in in several of these losses. And I don't care who you beat. This is the NBA. Um, they were playing without their best player and Joel Embiid. Um, you know things just didn't look good from the last couple of games. So. You know, you have to say that this was a quality win for them. I mean, let's face it, they still beat a team that has a better record. And and, and then um and I get it. This is Orlando's 
fourth straight loss. They lost 17 out of 22, I believe it is. So, you know, when you look at that, it's one of those things where you say, okay, this is the perfect team for them to play, but they won the game. And and I, I think the way they won the game was impressive. I mean, here's a Sixers team that went into the fourth quarter missing their first 15 of 17 shots. 15 of 17. And, you know, they were down. They were down by eight at one point um, because they were still playing pretty good D on, um, well, so much pretty good D a little bit on um, on Orlando. But then all of a sudden, Brett Brown went to the small ball. He had T.J. McConnell on the floor running the point. Then he had um, Nick Stauskas on there at the two guard. Robert Covington at the three. And his post players were Ersan Ilovasova and Dario Sarge. This These guys came back and won the game. You know, Ersan was struggling early on. I mean, for the game, he shot four for 16, one for eight um, on threes. But he hit a huge three in the fourth. He also made a lot of uh, scored a lot of points at the foul line. Where for the game he finished seven of eight, you know. So he had sixteen points. You have my man Dario Sarge, who who uh, led the Sixers in scoring with twenty four points on eight for fifteen shooting, three for five on threes, and then you know you know Nick Stauskas. You know he doesn't do a lot of stuff that goes in the stat sheet, but he he plays well. Like it's weird. Like I always say. Al Aristowski showed up again tonight whenever he dunks the ball. Um, so he was 4 for 9 for the field. He finished with 8 points. He was 0 for 2 on threes. Um, if you look at his plus minus, you know, he had a, a game worse minus 20. But, you know, to me, he just didn't, he didn't play all that bad to me. He just, to me, he didn't. Um, but then you look at, the Sixers bench. Like I said, Dario had 24. Sergio Rodriguez had 12. Nerlens Noel had 10.7 rebounds. Two steal, two steals and two blocks. You know, so he had a, a, another phenomenal game. And, and Timothy Luwalu had, had six points. So their bench scored 65 of their 112 points, which is which is solid, you know, which is really solid. You know, Jalo Okafor, he had an okay game. He had seven points on three for eight shooting. He only had two rebounds. He had three turnovers. He did have a blocked shot. So he had a so-so game. But, you know, when you get back and you talk about this victory and you talk about it's a meaningless victory, it doesn't mean anything. Nah, that's so far from it. I mean, this victory meant a lot, um, and I, I I like the way the Sixers stepped up. Um, you know, they stepped up and they and they played well down the clutch when you thought that everything was about to get away from them. You know, um, T.J. McConnell. You know, I said this before and I'll say it again. You know, for people out there who don't think that this guy's an NBA player, you know, it's just that he keeps defying, keeps proving everyone wrong. Um, he's you know, it'll be good for him. We'll see if he'll remain with us with the Sixers past this year. I mean, they do have his rights. They could release him, um, you know, because everything for him is a non-guaranteed deal. 
if if they decide to upgrade in a position. But the way he plays, he's a winner. You know, you, you would think that they would love to, to keep TJ, you know. But it's going to get tougher for the Sixers. You know, they're going up against their next game is going to be against the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, they played up Miami on Saturday. You know, but the Heat <laughs> right now are 23-30. and 30. They have a 12-game winning streak. They're the hottest team in the NBA right now. So, you know, that's going to be a tough test. They played the Sixers um, a couple days ago. When was it? It was, I want to say, last Saturday. And they kind of sort of embarrassed the Sixers. Um, you know, they, they really um, embarrassed them. Hassan White, Whiteside had 30 points and, and 20 rebounds. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter. So it was just one of those games. So we'll actually see what the Sixers can do. We'll, we'll see, you know, how well they play. Um, we'll also see if, if, if wow, if Joel Embiid will play. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to, and, and this was a good victory for the Sixers, one that they can cherish until they face the Miami Heat on Saturday. I would like to thank you for listening to this podcast, and I will talk to you guys next week. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.